welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to dominate your career, then you are in the right place. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker. And Monica Marquez, ex-Googler, diversity expert, and senior corporate leader. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Welcome to the Beyond Bears Habits and Hacks show. This year has been incredibly challenging for everyone. In so many ways, we're faced with new responsibilities and new circumstances that we're having to navigate. And for many of us, we're finding ourselves in a situation where we're not only having to deal with everyday responsibilities, whether it's managing your career, your household, um, your health, even money. But in addition to that, also being responsible for a different circumstance of needing to take care of someone else. That could be a sick relative, that could be elder care, that, a parent that needs support, um, or childcare because schools aren't available as a support system. And in these situations, one of the first things that goes out the window is self-care. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about why self-care is even more important when you're caring for others and how you can go about doing that. So Monica, I want to start with asking you to share your personal journey because you've spent many years of your life being the primary caretaker for your ailing mother. She struggled with a grave illness and you were not only responsible for her caretaking, but you were also doing that while you were in senior executive roles with blue chip companies with very demanding career responsibilities. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? On the outside, it seemed like you had it all together, but what was it really like? (laughs) Well, I appreciate you saying that it looked like I had it all together because I didn't. Um, I can say it's a bit of a paradox. It was fulfilling. Um, and exhausting at the same time. It was fulfilling because I had the means to take care of my mother and actually get her the best health care available for her. But it was exhausting because in the very beginning, I took it all on myself and I sacrificed my self-care. Hmm. So, you you said it's fulfilling, but it was exhausting because you ignored the self-care. So, what what happened as a result of that? I mean, you not taking care of yourself, what, what really happened? Well, bottom line, it was burnout. It was burnout of the everyday, you know, struggling and internally by myself trying to figure out, okay, here are my meetings for the day. Here are the big projects. How am I going to, you know, manage taking care of my mom, making sure she has everything that she needs uh, before I leave or while I'm gone, um, you know, what time I needed to be back, et cetera. And then the days that I had to take her to doctor's appointments and things like that were, it was just a constant struggle. And, um, I got to a point where it was just, you know, it was burnout. It was, I was getting to a point of burnout. And how did that make you feel? Cause here you were trying to be in many ways, superwoman, right? yes, yes. <laughs> trying to 
take care of mom and be uh, a great leader at work and all of that. And yet internally you're experiencing burnout. So how, how did that make you feel during that time? Um, if I'm completely honest, it was making me feel like a failure and at the same time, resentful, resentful as to why was this happening to me and my mom? Why didn't my team or, you know, you know, my managers understand what was going on? Um, resentful of family members that weren't stepping up and, and taking on more of the burden. And, um, you know, then I started feeling like a failure, like I'm letting people at work down, I'm letting my team down, I'm letting my mom down if I'm focusing on work, and I'm letting my partner down because I'm focusing on, you know, my mom and work. So I just started feeling like a failure. And then ultimately, really, it was all laced with starting to feel very resentful. And I did not want to feel that way anymore. Mm. And how did that affect your health? Um, it affected my health in the sense that I was becoming, honestly, much more, I was becoming extremely short-tempered with everybody around me. Um, I wasn't being present at work with, you know, my coworkers and my peers. I wasn't being present at home, even with my mom, even though I was going through the motions of helping take care of her, I wasn't really being present. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't being pre present with, you know, my partner and other family members. I just, I was getting short-tempered and just, I wasn't happy. Mm. So sounds like it all sort of got to the point where everything was almost falling apart. As much as you're trying to keep it all together, yes. it was the opposite. Things were falling apart. Mm -hmm. So what changed? Because eventually it got better. But what did you decide to do that changed the trajectory of that? Well, what changed was, is I realized I was getting to a breaking point and I just, I had to push pause and I had to do three things. I had to draw boundaries, which were boundaries, not only with, you know, everyone around me, but boundaries with myself and really even calling myself out and saying, why am I taking this all on by myself? Mm -hmm. So drawing the boundaries and really talking to family members and, and others saying, hey, I need you to step up drawing boundaries at work as well of saying, hey, I this is what I need and why. And really what came down to it is being more transparent, being mm -hmm. more transparent with everybody on what I needed and what were my non-negotiables. And so drawing those boundaries. And then the second thing was actually asking for help because I am a person who was very much wanting to be that superwoman. Um, I'd always been known for that, like I could figure anything out. And so I had to stop myself and saying, and say, no, you can't do this all by yourself. You need to ask for help. So it was, you know, asking, you know, family members for help to say, hey, step in. I need you to go take, you know, my mom to her doctor's appointment for things that weren't super critical that I could delegate out. I was doing that. Also at work, realizing that I didn't have to be in every single meeting. Um, the meeting could go on without me. If there wasn't a critical piece that needed me to be there, then stop feeling guilty and tell them, hey, you can go on with without me and I can take care of my mom and go take her and I could, you know, stop feeling guilty. And that led to not feeling as resentful as well, mm. because I was actually putting all those pressures on myself. Mm. Nobody else was. It was me. So I had to draw those boundaries with myself. I had to start asking for help. And then finally, it was just nourishing myself. Mm. Um, and what I mean by that is we hear it all the time when we step on a plane, right? You put the oxygen mask on yourself first, and then you, mm -hmm. you care for others or the child later. 
I wasn't doing that. And I wasn't nourishing myself. I wasn't re-energizing myself. And so I had to really carve out that time and start putting myself first and not feel guilty. And so with that, it was also asking others to help me do that. And so, you know, being strategic and saying, hey, I want to go for a walk and make sure I take some time for myself. You're going to be my walking partner. Help me, you know, make sure that I'm making time for myself. And I think once I started being more transparent, drawing the boundaries, really asking others for help, and then really taking time for myself and nourishing myself, even if it was me doing a project outside, because I like to build things or mm -hmm. make things, um, it would just give me that space to just be. Mm. And it gave me then that energy to continue doing what I was doing and, you know, have that fulfilling um, feeling of able to take care of my mom, able to still do my work and able to still have a healthy personal life. Do you want to grow your impact as a change agent who ignites transformation in others, but you don't have a proven step-by-step -step method? Do you want to grow your visibility and influence as a thought leader to inspire others, but you don't know where to begin? The Beyond Barriers High Performance Executive Coach Certification is designed for experienced leaders who want to grow their impact and influence. Join this exclusive community of high achievers, advance your career as a leader, and experience the joy of helping others grow. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com and register for the webinar to learn more. Wow, that's uh, quite a powerful way of describing why it's so important to be able to mm -hmm. self-care as you're caring for others. And these three key takeaways are something that anyone can apply if they find themselves in a situation right now where they're caring for others or potentially might be in the situation where they're needing to care for others to never forget the importance of self-care because mm -hmm. if you're not, if you don't have enough to give, you simply won't be able to care for others the way they need to. Yes. And so, you know, bringing it back to those three points, which is number one, draw boundaries mm -hmm. with yourself and with others of what is possible, reasonable and feasible. Number two, ask for help. You know, whether it is asking your inner circle, your friends and family or colleagues, or even ask for outsourced help. Yes. Maybe it's someone to help with cleaning or cooking or caretaking. Um, you can always trade for it if you can't yes. afford to pay for it. And number three, um, nourishing yourself daily. Don't procrastinate that caretaking to saying, I'll take care of myself when things get better, or I'll wait until the summertime when the kids go back, you know, have more space mm -hmm. or when my mom gets better. It's just, you got to do that daily of nourishing yourself, even if that's five or 10 minutes of meditation or a walk around the block. Mm -hmm. um, or it's just making sure you get enough sleep. Mm -hmm. um, whatever way you need to nourish yourself, don't procrastinate that. Take care of yourself on a daily basis. And if you follow these three things, you will find in yourself greater strength um, and ability to care for others. Mm -hmm. And the greatest shift is ultimately that self-care shifts caring for others from a burden to a privilege. Mm, that is perfect. I could not say, have said that better. So on that note, we hope you find this valuable and are able to practice self-care no matter what your situation is. And remember, by caring for yourself, you have more to give to others. We'll see you next time. 
Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there, and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all resources for each show, including the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.